listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. You're going to hear this a lot on WDET for the next week or so. Local, community-based journalism is vital for the health of any community. And supporting the source of news and facts that you trust to get through these turbulent times is equally essential. That support for local journalism and the role it plays in our world today also happens to be the subject of a documentary that is screening as part of this week's Freep Film Festival. Storm Lake centers on a local paper in small-town rural Iowa and its valiant efforts to stay afloat while cranking out exceptional journalism in an era where readers often expect their news to be free. The Storm Lake Times is so exceptional, in fact, that it won a Pulitzer Prize for editorial writing in 2017. The documentary Storm Lake is screening virtually through next Wednesday, and you can find more information at FreepFilmFestival.com. I'm really excited to be joined by two people who are pretty close to that project. Art Cullen is the Pulitzer Prize winning owner and editor of the Storm Lake Times, which is the subject of the documentary Storm Lake. Art Cullen, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks for having me. And Beth Levinson is one of the directors of Storm Lake, which is screening now as part of the Freep Film Festival. Beth, welcome to Detroit Today as well. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here too. So uh, before we get to the film and to the story of Storm Lake, Art, I want to just say congratulations in person to you. Uh, I was one of the Pulitzer jurors that year. Uh, in Are you kidding me? I am not kidding. And uh, I remember. Whoa, that, well, thank you, man. <laughs> yes, I was, wow. I was uh, one of the three jurors that, or the four jurors Excuse who uh, me, took a look. Excuse me, they're scrambling my mind there. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so, and I remember, I remember so vividly how bowled over we were uh, by by the work. And and for listeners who don't know, that, that process of, of choosing Pulitzer Prize winners is overwhelming. There were 150 entries that year in editorial writing. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I remember your entry immediately grabbing our attention and demanding that we talk about it. And then, of course, uh, we did choose it as one of the three that we sent to to the board um, uh, to, to decide the winner, but yours was the one that we said should win. So I am I'm really overjoyed to to finally meet you. <laughs> well, I'm overjoyed to speak to you. Like I say, you, you kind of bowled me over there. <laughs> Amazing. So I I, I want to start the conversation thank though. You. Thank you, thank you, yes, thank you. Of course. We'll be talking to you today were it not for that. <laughs> so I, I want to start by playing a couple of excerpts from the film's trailer. Let's listen. Art, uh, I want to talk about uh, the Storm Lake Times after this, but I want to play this, uh, this, this clip first. In a small northwest Iowa town, the Storm Lake Times weaves the fabric of the community in large ways and small. Yeah, right? <laughs> We're on deadline. We're ready to put it on the page. I get real uptight about deadlines. Readers decide our future, not any branch of government. We have happy stories about all types of people. You're a singing star. <laughs> Most people in Storm Lake care about community. Hey, guys. But how long 
does a community support journalism? Because now people want to get their news for free, and people are saying, oh well, that's not worth a dollar. And that's not how you sustain a democracy. <laughs> you can change the world through journalism. The reporter is the cornerstone and a functioning democracy. And without strong local journalism, the fabric of the place becomes frayed. The prospect of the newspaper not being around terrifies me. So if we do the right things, we will be all right. So let's get that story. Okay, I love I love the way the music uh, kind of surrounds that uh, that little narrative about the Storm Lake Times. Art, tell us a little bit about the Storm Lake Times, its history, and the role it plays in your community. Uh, yeah, thanks. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. The, uh, the t- my brother John, he uh, he's a few years older than me, uh, and he founded the Storm Lake Times in 1990 in our hometown in Northwest Iowa. It's a meatpacking town, uh, largely immigrant. And uh, uh, I joined him a couple months, a few months after he started uh, the newspaper. And uh, uh, I'd been working at uh, other newspapers in Iowa, uh, as he had before me. And uh, now we're a 3,000 circulation twice a week hometown newspaper and our motto is if it didn't happen in Buena Vista County it didn't happen <laughs> talk about that role of being the voice of record and really in some ways the advocate for I think the spirit of community in a small town like that small town newspapering is really different from other kinds of journalism art yeah. Um, well, for one thing, you have to, um, when you are the paper of record, you know, there's a lot of difficulties when, uh, you know, you know the people uh, that just got popped for drunk driving mm-hmm. or just got divorced. And, you know, a lot of that stuff is in the newspaper. And so, uh, you know, the uh, motto of the Herald Star, Herald Star of the Herald Star in Lake Wobegon was, uh, we got to live here too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, um, and that's where we get into advocacy. And, uh, you know, that it's, a, I believe, a critical function uh, of a newspaper is to advocate for the community in the halls of power. Uh, and that, you know, one voice uh, uh, can't get a lot done. But when you bring 3,000 voices together in Storm Lake, uh, you can change the community. Mm. So, Beth, tell me what it was about art and the Storm Lake Times that made you want to make this film about them. Yeah, I mean, it was actually my uh, directing partner, Jerry Reishis, who discovered the story. He read about the Pulitzer um, and that it had gone to a journalist in rural northwest Iowa. And Jerry was really uh, struck by that and went out and met art. And, and that's kind of how the project began in 2017. And in 2018, um, Jerry and I teach together at the School of Visual Arts in New York and had always wanted to work together. And basically, um, we had been talking a little bit about the project, but then in 2018, uh, 
Jerry reached out to me and said, hey, did you see this editorial written by Art? It's in the New York Times, and it was called In My Town, We Need Immigrants. And I read it. I thought it was an incredible piece of writing, and I felt that, wow, uh, it really moved me. So if 800 words uh, moved me that much, I guess I just had a feeling that, gee, there might be a movie here. Mm. And, and that's when Jerry and I really formally moved forward and started uh, pushing the project ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, Art, I want to talk a little about the work that you did in 2017 that earned that Pulitzer Prize and what that experience was like. Uh, tell our listeners uh, what, what, what you wrote about that year. Yeah, well, uh, thanks. We, uh, for a few years, had been covering uh, uh, surface water pollution in Iowa from the agrochemical complex, uh, nit- nitrate, uh, is is in exceedingly high levels in the Raccoon and Des Moines River complexes, which uh, the state capital, Des Moines, Iowa, uh, draws its drinking water from those two rivers. And so hence it has North America's largest nitrate removal facility, and they were faced with building a new one uh, because the, uh, the, uh, the nutrient levels in the rivers just continue to rise, or the toxicity, as it were. Um, and there was uh, uh, these, this lawsuit against uh, three counties by the Des Moines Water Works uh, was filed over uh, pollution of the river. And since it was a pollution claim, the counties weren't covered by insurance. And so we asked the counties, how are you going to pay your defense costs? And they said, uh, it's none of your business. We have friends. Hmm. And then we uh, found out who their friends were and eventually uh, uh, composed a series of editorials, 10 editorials that uh, called for transparency in government, uh, a mediation between agriculture and the environment, and, uh, uh, and to dissolve this uh, dark money fund that was funding this litigation. And uh, that's what we won the Pulitzer for. And... Uh, uh, it really changed the conversation in Iowa, I think, about uh, about uh, the role that uh, that industrial agriculture is playing in our environment. Mm. And and the the sort of tension in the background, one of the tensions, I guess, in the background of the story, Art, is is the paper itself and its survivability. Of course, everyone in journalism is trying to learn what the new rules are in terms of finance and uh, security and and newspapers small town newspapers in particular are having a tough time talk about what that looks like in storm lake yeah well uh going back you know 20 years ago craigslist uh really took uh you know took the wind out of uh, regional daily papers like Mm -hmm. the detroit free press yes and then, uh, you know, about in the last 10 years, that's crept down to community newspapers, uh, especially with people thinking they can get their news for free on Facebook. And uh, uh, so that was really eroded circulation in rural newspapers, as has population loss in rural communities. And, uh, and so it's really kind of unraveling not only the business model for newspapers, but civic engagement. And uh, when you have Facebook driving the, the community debate, uh, 
and you know the community debate is being driven by some guy in his underwear in a basement in Macedonia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, local news is important. Yeah, uh, Beth, what do you think the documentary demonstrates about the role of local journalism and the future for it in this country? Well, I think we hope that the film shows that maybe we don't know our community and who we are if we don't have a local newspaper. Um, And our hope is that the film encourages people to see the value of the local newspapers in their own communities and that it gets them to rethink their own relationship to local news and how perhaps can they support it better. It's meant to be a really intimate uh, film, but we do, and, and really a film about Storm Lake and the Storm Lake Times, but our goal in making the film was that it would speak more broadly and strike universal themes that would just kind of get audiences uh, thinking about this thing that we take for granted anew. Hmm. So, Art, uh, can you talk about what's changed since... You won the Pulitzer Prize, and whether that has buoyed the, the, the fortunes of, of the paper in terms of readership or financial security? Well, for one thing, I wouldn't be on this program. <laughs> You'd have never heard of me. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so that's changed my life considerably. And, you know, at first when we won the Pulitzer, there was a little blowback. Again, you know, uh, a lot of the... Uh, agrochemical complex that maybe had run advertising with us that pretty much dried up Mm. and uh uh and you know sometimes in iowa if you drive a big flashy car or brag about yourself uh that you know that's not uh (laughs) uh, accepted doesn't go over well right (laughs) right and uh but what you know what it has done is it's raised our visibility and and uh and I'm able to advocate for other rural newspapers, family-owned newspapers like our, most of them are not. There's nearly 300 newspapers in Iowa. Most of them are family-owned like ours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, and uh, you know, this documentary is, uh, you know, has been a profound experience for me in many ways by reader response, donor response. We've started a foundation now called the Western Iowa Journalism Foundation, to support independent family-owned newspapers in Northwest and West Central Iowa. And, you know, because of this documentary and because of your generous time, we've had, we've seen a lot of uh, donations come in and a lot of subscriptions come in. And so we feel like maybe we, during the pandemic, we might've hit bottom, Mm. I hope, and that things might be picking up. Even the sunshine came out in uh, Detroit today. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Okay. Uh, Art Cullen and Beth Levison, it was really great to have you uh, here to talk about Storm Lake and the Storm Lake Times. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. You'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, Storm Lake is screening virtually as part of the Freep Film Festival through Wednesday, September 29th. And you can find more information online at freepfilmfestival.com. That's going to do it for us today. Come back Monday when I'm going to talk uh, with... Uh, actually, we did that today. Uh, we talked with Miriam Nolan about, uh, <laughs> about her time at the Community Foundation for Southeast Michigan 
Uh, we will have more information for you about other things on Monday, including Maria Inahosa, uh, host of uh, a really wonderful uh, show here on uh, Public Radio, one of our favorite guests. This is 1019 WDET-FM. We'll talk again on Monday.